This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hometown Ghost Stories contains serious and often distressing events and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Last week, we did a review of what is considered one of the greatest horror movies of all time, The Thing. 30 years later, they made a prequel. Was it as good as the original? Myself, Dave, and Jesse are going to discuss that right now. Welcome in, everybody, to this episode of Hometown Ghost Stories Horror Movie Reviews. I, as always, am your orange-wearing host, Rob. Joining me, as always, to my direct left is Dave Wil- is Dave Wilkins. What's up, Rob? And to my direct right is Jesse Wilkins. Glad we cleared that up. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about a prequel today. You know, The Thing was made 30 years after the original version of the thing. And then the other thing is made 30 years after there's a lot of things flying around. We don't know which thing goes to which decade, but we're going to talk about the newest one from 2011. Dave, can you hit us with a thingnopsis? Thingnopsis. (laughs) Yes. After Norwegian researchers discover an alien ship buried in the ice, paleontologist Kate Lloyd joins the team at the isolated Arctic outpost to investigate. She finds an organism that appears to have perished in the crash eons ago, but in fact is about to awake. Freed from its icy prison, the insidious life form goes on the attack. Paranoia spreads like wildfire among the crew as they fight to survive against a creature that assumes the shapes of its victims. So there's a a, a question about this movie that a lot of people ask, and if you Google is the thing 2011 the first thing that pops up for suggestions is is the thing 2011 a prequel or a remake and the answer is yes yes it is a prequel (laughs) and it is essentially a remake right up until the end this pre-movie is pretty much the exact same thing as the 1982 thing to the point where i almost threw my computer screen out the window when it got to the part where they're going to do the blood tests i'm like you're making the same movie <laughs> luckily they changed that a little bit and switched it up and did the uh the fillings and the teeth which i thought was a really cool deviation from the from the original but for the most part i feel like this kind of was just a remake i am glad that they did it though because it was the prequel basically takes place directly it ends exactly where the the 1982 one picked you know starts which I thought was cool to see that. And you kind of get the backstory a little bit there, but the backstory is essentially the exact same thing as the original story. Right. Which is in, in fairness, there's only so much you can do with this setting, right? Cause you're in a isolated lab in Antarctica with a group of scientists, you know, which is a little different than the other one. Cause it's a group of different types of workers for the other mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. But Essentially, it's it's an isolation movie in Antarctica with this organism that can 
just shape shift into all the different people. So it can't be too different. But that being said, to your point, it does almost feel like a shot for shot remake on certain points. And, and I didn't hate this movie as much this time watching it as I did 12 years ago when I watched it. And, and I think just like being able to get some time to separate from it and come back to it made a huge difference but there are there are flaws in this movie for there sure there absolutely are and i actually agree with you 100% on that i felt the exact same way i thought when i went to go rewatch this i thought i was i had thought i hated this movie I, for whatever reason i thought this movie was terrible and it actually with the with the exception of the cgi this movie was actually pretty good i thought the acting mm-hmm. was fine it was kind of this essentially the exact same thing as the first one but um with the exception of the really bad graphics uh, i thought it was actually pretty good yeah, Jesse. Yeah, the, their biggest flaw here was not just going with practical effects, not trying to do exactly what they did. It was weird because they actually did do a lot of the practical effects. You can find these videos, you can watch them, and people have been asking since this movie came out, like, can we get a cut where you use the actual practical effects? Because the CGI is so laughably bad, and a lot of it just makes no sense. Like you have it's so many scenes where you're like, dude, what is this? With like just a perfectly weird human face and it's just kind of floating along this body that some of it is so so, so, so that that yeah. that one i don't know so i don't know that which one's the worse one there. that was stupid the I worst don't know. one the worst one was the guy's face ripping apart in the yeah. helicopter that's that where i was gonna far, go is. by far the worst one i don't know if the helicopter scene's worse or that last one at the end's worse like the helicopter one is so bad though yeah just so like and the problem is it's so early in the movie so you're like Oh no, what am I getting into? And maybe that's why I hated it so much the first time. Cause I could see not seeing this movie before and that scene being one of the first visual representations you get of the thing. And you're just like, it looked better 30 years ago with practical effects. It just looked way better. What are we doing here? And by all accounts, CGI costs more, even when it's bad CGI than practical effects. And to some of the points you were bringing up, Jesse, you go back and before the movie came out, there was a whole narrative that like they were doing all practical effects for this movie. They thought that was going to be the best way. They shoot it all with practical effects. The practical effects team is like, all right, we we know they're doing mostly practical effects. We heard they're going to touch a little up with CGI, but we're excited to see what it is. And then you go in and you see this movie. And for, you know, I'm sure the director saw it before the premiere, but I think some of these guys that worked on the animatronics and stuff didn't see it till the premiere. You must be sitting there just going, they met, look what they did to my boy. They massacred <laughs> my boy. Like it's it just, it's just, it's so disheartening to see it. And I think there was some like lie. I, I, the studio clearly wanted the CGI and they were trying to say like that the practical effects didn't, work in 2011 like they did in 1981 and i can maybe see that argument because of hd cameras and stuff well this was this was a huge debate between the director and the studio the studio very much wanted to do all cgi the director wanted nothing to do with it to a point where after basically they the studio put their foot down he vowed never to film another american horror movie and i'm pretty sure he hasn't so he was not happy with the choice the studio made it was clearly the wrong choice i mean but, but maybe the practical effects were terrible <laughs> maybe the studio was like uh, this doesn't work in 2011 but this was like 
this was the era of bad CGI yeah, and the very CGI. tail end of it. Exactly. So it's it just it just didn't work. And I could see why you know this this dispute happened because it just it just didn't fly but overall i mean the movie like timeline wise i liked it you can very much watch this movie the prequel into the 1982 version and it's it's good because obviously they weren't going to make a movie as good as the 1982 version i think everybody knew that when we saw that it was going to get remade everyone was probably like dude why why are you bothering and but if you watch them back to back, it's it's not a bad idea because you watch this one, it's not as good as the original, and then you get to watch the original, which is better. So it turns out to be a nice little marathon because it ends on a high note. The thing that bothered me the most about this movie wasn't actually uh, the CGI. I see what you did there. Do you? You know where I'm going? There's no way you no. know where I'm going. You said the thing that bothered me the most. Oh, all right. <laughs> that went right over my head. The thing that bothered me the most out of these two movies was the remake. No, the, the thing that drove me crazy is that the guy that they casted uh, to play Carter in the movie, Joel Edgerton, looks exactly like fucking Kurt Russell. Did you guys notice this? They have the <laughs> yeah, exact same face. Like I'm like, dude, you can't make that cast. Like, If you're remaking the movie, which they kind of were, but if you're actually going to try to remake the 1982 version of the thing, then maybe you could do that. Guy, Get a guy that looks like Kurt Russell. But if this is just the Norwegian camp, so what? The Norwegian camp has a helicopter pilot that also looks exactly like the helicopter pilot from the original one. Like, dude, it just doesn't fly for me. Pretty sure he was the helicopter pilot in this movie as well. Yeah, he was. uh, That just seemed like it seemed like a silly casting move. And he wasn't a bad actor. He did fine in the movie, but it was just he just had the same face as Kurt Russell. I don't think there was any overall bad acting in the movie. I think there was a few poorly written characters. I think that the one thing they did different in this movie that didn't work, that they stepped outside of in the original movie, you were so like, you didn't hate any of the characters. In fact, you didn't want any of the characters to turn into the thing. You were kind of rooting for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I felt like they made this unneeded villain arc for like the main scientist Mm -hmm. where he comes out. He's like, don't ever don't ever talk to me like that in front of my crew again. It's like, yeah. all right, bro, what are you, a pirate captain? Relax over there. Yeah, like, you had that. You also had like the money angle where they wanted to destroy it. And the one scientist is, you know, he's like, well, this is, you know, it's basically like gold right here. We have, you know, we can't destroy it. We got to keep it or whatever. So it yeah. was uh, some, some unneeded angles, but I, I do understand that you're trying to make it a little bit different than the original thing. So I guess I could see that. Yeah. I didn't really have a problem with either of those, um, those things that you guys are talking about with the money and with the main scientist guy, I thought it was fine. Otherwise you're, 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 it would have been just too similar to the first one. And I don't think that he was a bad actor and they had the similar sort of money thing in the second aliens movie also. They're like, Oh, we don't want to destroy them. We want to study them and whatnot, but we're not talking about aliens. We're talking about the thing, the uh, back to the practical effects that you can kind of see in outtakes and stuff like that. The original trailer has some of the practical effects in it if you go and watch that which is pretty cool like mm. glimpses of it and you could tell that it's not cgi so that's kind of cool to see if you want to get a little piece of what the practical practical effects might have looked like there in the tra- uh, the original trailer i thought i thought that some of the ideas for the monsters were fine the two-headed monster getting to see how that came to be because you see that in the uh, original movie what they really messed up on is they should have called this something else. 
calling the thing prequel the thing is yeah. obnoxious. It gives you the illusion that it's a remake. Yeah, it's obnoxious. It's like, I want to be able to differentiate which one I'm talking about without having to say the year. Thanks. Can I we know. just do that? Can we just do that, maybe? Um, but seeing the two had a monster, again, I wasn't huge on the CGI for it, but it was kind of cool. That one was the least bad of the CGI. That one was almost passable, I thought. Yeah. It was a pretty cool scene, actually, when he climbed on top of him and they like his face melted into his his face. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. It was not good CGI, but it, it really wasn't as bad as the other ones that we were talking about. Yeah, and I think that they just did this thing where it was this giant blob monster too much in this movie, mm. where in the original one, it was constantly something like making some sort of different shape or, you know, like you had the, the chest compression when they do use the defibrillator the word we couldn't think mm -hmm. of last week mm -hmm. right yeah, yeah. you have that you have the dogs you have the people you just have some like really good stuff that was layered in there i'm still finding out stuff about that movie while watching this one and doing some research on this i found out that during the blood test scene they tell you which guy it is and it's in a way that you just never would have thought of mm. So I don't know if you guys have heard this, but while you're looking at everybody, you know, you have like that, like twinkle reflection in your eye where you always see like that light source in the, in the pupil. So if you're rewatching that scene, the guy that is actually the thing doesn't have that. Everyone else has that, that reflection and John Carpenter made it so that his eyes were basically like the pupil of his eye is just black so that he's set apart a little bit from everybody else. And, it's not something you would ever look for, right? You would never be like, I'm going to check and make sure that this alien eye is, yeah. is completely black. Like you just that actually cool. know, but it's nice to know. Like, but the point is the detail, right? The detail that John Carpenter was given the time to put into it and everything like that in order to make it a great movie. In fairness, they weren't given that time on this movie and they were kind of taken the movie was kind of taken away from them a little bit and it's never fair to the director or the cast or anyone that's worked on a movie when a studio steps in and just does this stuff. Hell, it just happened to Aquaman too, where they took that entire movie away from James Wan, a studio that's been doing this over and over again. And you kind of see like with the thing with Aquaman, with the justice league movie, when you take, control away from a director it usually doesn't have a good ending for the movie itself right there's a reason well, that the aquaman 2 ending was absolutely perfect so get ready for that one <laughs> are we I, doing it <laughs> no we can't you can't spoil the ending for a different movie <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna spoil i'm just we said no. spoiler alert <laughs> we just didn't say for what <laughs> my children enjoyed aquaman 2 that's good. But it was a train wreck from start to finish. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the acting across the board was actually pretty good in this movie. Yes. It was fine. Um, Kurt Russell Jr. was was good in this movie. <laughs> so, um, we, we got Tormund from Game of Thrones. As soon as I saw yeah. him, I was like, hell yeah. It was weird to see him in like a North Face instead of a giant fur coat. But you still got him in coats. So, you know, we're easing back into... I think you can kind of see what season of Game of Thrones he was in there too with the beard. Yeah, You're like, oh, that's early season Game of Thrones. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah, I think his death was actually practical effects. That was the, yeah, yeah, uh, kind of like an aliens esque death. Yeah, the the thing kind of attached itself to his mouth and just like swelled half of his face up, which looks mm -hmm. like uh, makeup, but it looks pretty good. 
That was fine. I thought uh, the girl who played Kate there, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, she was she was great throughout the entire movie. Yeah, and she's a good actress. I, I liked the the twists and turns of the different methods of figuring out who's who. You had the, like we said, the fillings, and then you also had the, um, the earring, earring. situation. So that, that was cool. It was good that they put a little bit of a twist on it, but overall, um, I thought the acting was fine across the board. My yeah. my only problem with that whole thing, like I do like that they made that different and there was different reasons for it. But we're talking about, again, a group of scientists, right? It should be their, they should be able to think of ways to come up, think of things to come up with to test for this alien, right? And you had the helicopter pilot from the other movie that's like, I bet if I touch fire to its blood, it's going to figure it out, right? And like these scientists can't come up with that. I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't, but just but they did. Terms, they were going to do the blood test, and then they were doing it different, though. They were doing a whole system where they had to run it through machines and analysis, which seems bad, right? Because like if you're going to do it that way, and you're only sending the two guys to it, what if both of those guys are the thing? Again, I I hate shit like that. It's it's just you're setting it up where you're just you have to trust people in a situation where you can't trust anybody. Right. Well, I think the, the difference between the two movies and the blood tests are the helicopter pilots like, what if we just heat up the blood and see how it reacts? That might be how a helicopter will solve a problem. While scientists are like, let's do a scientific analysis on it. That kind of makes sense. <laughs> They're just yeah, applying but you think scientific- they, I guess like my thought process would be like they could simplify it. They don't need to jump to test tubes and everything like that. And when it breaks, it should be like, well, what else works? We know it doesn't like fire. I also thought they got to the fire too quick. They were like, we have to burn it. It's like, how do you know? Yeah. How do you know? You had no, I I mean, I know it showed it get burnt a little bit by the steam pipe, but like you jump straight to, you got to burn it. These are little nip. Norman's been dealing with white walkers his whole life. That's That's true. He knows fire is going to kill him. For thousands, for thousands of years. <laughs> you think that actor's like, I need to get the fuck out of Antarctica. I need to stop filming. <laughs> He's more comfortable in the north. <laughs> Just so sick of having <laughs> snow around me all the time. But yeah, the the acting was good in this movie. I, again, I'm glad I rewatched it and didn't try. I, I mean, I've never done this, but I'm glad I didn't try to go off of a 12-year rewatch, like just being like, oh, I'm just going to go off of what I saw 12 years ago and make up my assumptions there. Cause I hated the, I remember hating this movie. Yeah. I also thought I hated it and I, I might've, but this actually wasn't, when I'm rewatching, I'm like, wait, where's the part where I hate it? Like it's not, yeah, the CGI sucks, but it really isn't that bad of a movie. If the CGI, if, if the practical effects were really good, this probably would get a really high rating from me. Yeah. Before we do that, the other thing I want to bring up, the last thing I want to bring up for this particular movie is although this movie's fine, I think you just put yourself in a really bad spot when you're going to do a sequel years and years and years after the fact or a prequel to a movie that is loved, right? Like once you start talking about, I mean, a lot of people have the thing as the greatest horror movie of all time. So you're already putting yourself in a bad spot because of the... The, the audience's perception when they walk in there is that you're either going to get something just as great as that or they already know they're not going to like it as much as that original. So I just think it's like as much as I think this movie's fine, I think doing a prequel here makes sense. I just think you're really giving everybody an uphill battle here. 
Yeah, it's you're making it hard for yourself because they're you're automatically going to be compared to the, what a lot of people believe to be the best movie of all time. Now, if I'm making a movie, I would be like, it's fine. This is going to be fun. I'm making a movie. Please don't compare it to the best movie of all time. That's not fair. And by making this movie, you're making it so that it's automatically going to be compared to that. Well, they, they dug themselves in that hole themselves. They, dug, they did yeah. that by, for one, calling it the same exact thing, just calling it the thing. And then also basically remaking the same movie, but not as good. So was, they they put themselves in that hole, and I don't have any sympathy for them for that. Yeah, but they they yeah. actually should have called the movie the same exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> but in fairness, it was thing. <laughs> we did see it in a little bit of a different form because you get to see the thing frozen inside the uh, inside the ice, and you get to kind of see what it it probably looks like in its true form before it starts shape shifting. So. It was kind of cool. I mean, again, I I did enjoy it, but it was just the CGI just took me way out of it. So wow. it's going to knock off at least a full two points for me because that's the, that's a studio decision. This is the product that you put out, and what you put out was very, very laughable in scenes where it should have been the coolest parts of the movie. The coolest parts of the original Thing movie was the, the practical thing. effects. It was, yeah. the, And when they just absolutely ruined it with a terrible decision by the studio – then that's the final product, and it's uh, it's just not as good as it could have been. Yeah. Anyone want to touch on anything else before we jump into some scores? The ending, yeah. The ending was really the only thing yeah. that made this this movie different from the original, and I thought it was a little silly. The spaceship was cool, and the spaceship was some of the CGI that actually was not bad. It was actually pretty cool, where the spaceship's doing spaceship things, and the mechanics of it were all CGI. That was that was fine. That all looked pretty good. With the exception of when they're on top of it, because it really looked like they were on a green screen or a blue screen when they're on top of the ship. Everything else I agree with, but mm-hmm. that also really stood out to me during the end during the ending sequence. Yeah, that's that's fine. I agree with that. And the the explosion at the end was terrible CGI yeah. also. Yeah, no, that's true. One of the worst CGI was I don't remember what she was walking through, whether it was a spaceship or something else, but you get this random like Tetris wall. You guys remember that? It was like just these cubes just moving back and forth. And I, yeah. I looked into that because I was like, what the fuck was that? I looked back into it. And like, I guess they did that to block out like a hanging alien that was left in the wreckage. And then I think they decided that they didn't want to try to explain that. So they just Tetris walled over it. Like, dude, just oh, cut yeah. that scene out. Why yeah. would you put this in? It looks so stupid. That was stupid. Uh, but that that last CGI monster version of the thing with the face the face it was so stupid oh, so bad <laughs> like the monster otherwise didn't look that bad it's just that face in its in its in the middle was so goofy yeah <laughs> the face just looked like it made the noise <laughs> <laughs> yep uh i don't love that she survived i thought that was kind of like eh, like a cop-out but you gotta you added a final girl to the movie and she became the final girl so i guess that's fine mm-hmm. couldn't have and... a final girl in the first movie because there weren't any girls exactly they actually added some female actress to this which was which was cool. The they when the movie when you thought the movie ended, I was really mad. I was like, how did you tie? How does this tie to the original? And then you get that credit, and then right after the the first credit rolls, yeah. that you get the end, which they tied together perfectly. I thought it was great. great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have another little nitpick. I thought it was I thought it was easier to know who the thing was in this one than it was the original yeah i thought it was so obvious that the female like i forget the other female's name was the thing 
mm-hmm. just just based on the way she was acting and what she was making her go do and looking for he's like she's obviously the thing and is about to turn into it right now juliet that was her name juliet tough name for me to remember yeah same Uh, (laughs) um and in the scene where they're doing the blood test i felt like it was obviously the the guy that said that his teeth were pearl right it's just like he he was acting different than he had for the rest of the movie and he he just really felt like it and he just turns into the thing for no reason while they're carrying him. Like in the, in the blood test scene, it made sense because his blood had just, you know, been exposed and they they knew they didn't know it was him at this point. And he just turns into it and just starts marking everybody. So, I mean, I do have nitpicks. They're not massive, but those were just a couple of them for me. So the end scene where she blow torches her friend and she said, Oh, you know what gave it away? It was the earring. And then she goes wrong ear. And she torched him, but he never transformed into anything. He just died. So was he infected or did she fuck up? I feel like they should have been more precise on what on whether or not, because even if she got it wrong, that would have been cool to know that because that's actually a horrifying situation. You just cooked this guy for no reason. But they never... Also, when, when it transforms into someone, it already like has the clothes on. Or are we assuming that the monster like dresses himself? Uh, no, I think so. It can't. It, they, they said that it can't copy inorganic compounds and it works for like, like it wouldn't work with fillings. It didn't work with the guy's arm, like put with their sweater and everything pants. No, I think they put on new clothes. Like they made that a point in the original movie. Okay. And to the point that it's a big debate on child's the, the other guy that was left with Kurt Russell, mm-hmm. because if you see the scene right when he's left by himself to defend the base, the jackets on the wall are a different color after they switch scenes, which could either be a continuity error or he changed his clothes when he turned. Mm. And there's debate on what color his like parka is at the end because he's wearing a blue one. And at the end, it looks tan, but that could have been a lighting thing as well. So, right. I don't have to go back and watch it and pay attention to everyone's clothes. You got to. That's part of it. Yep. All right, let's hop into scores here. I think I got this one at a – I'm going to put it at a 3.1. It was You well said acted. that the CGI knocked off two full points, so did oh, the acting all right. add, add all right, extra no, points? Gonna, yeah, all right, all right. I'll stay consistent here. I'm going to go with the 3.1. <laughs> <laughs> you stayed consistent. <laughs> right. I was actually just going to call you out on you saying your, your consistency being changing your score. <laughs> Dave, what do you got at that? I added a 3.5. Wow, I was right at a 3.3 on this one, mm-hmm. and that is 3.3 poorly CGI'd stars out of five. So, <laughs> <laughs> if this had practical effects that were as good as the first one, what would your score be just for fun? Um, it probably could bring it up to a four because it's not as it's still not going to be as good as the first one. Again, it feels too like they try to hit too many of the same exact beats. And some of the stuff they stepped out on to do by themselves, I thought didn't land properly. Sure. So so I think like a full point below, but I still think it's a good movie, a watchable movie and with better practical effects. I think it could still be better than a majority of the movies that are out there. Yeah, I agree. I probably would have had it in the mid fours if the CGI was as good as the first one. Jesse? With your weird rating scale, where would you have had it? 
Uh, I wouldn't, I'd, I'd struggle to put it any higher than a four just because while it was a watchable movie with good acting, it was written to be too similar to the original, kind of felt like a knockoff more than a prequel. Because it so. feels like you should have it at a 5.1 if the CGI <laughs> knocked Full off points. two points. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> all right. We well, will... off, all right. Here's, here's the thing off the bat, boom, knock it down to a three. And then the mm-hmm. acting and Could some of the different things brought it up brought it up a tenth of a point so all right that was uh that was my thought process definitely learning- not me telling you that i'm going to knock off a full two points and then forgetting that i said that <laughs> later on in the show i'm very calculated i obviously wrote this down earlier yeah let's thank our vips real quick for we were learning jesse math that's yes. right yeah i still haven't learned jesse math but <laughs> you're learning <laughs> for the vips we have dave d we have kate and steve m we have blazora lost in colorado mountains i hope I hope you, you can make it out. Hope you hope you good, luck. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Perfect movie to be to be reviewing while you're while you're lost in the Colorado mountains. That's what you also, want to hear I, about. I hope this isn't your only call for help. Let's just change your name. <laughs> so, imagine, imagine. <laughs> yeah. We have Joseph S. We have Glitter T's Cammy from Washington. Jennifer P. Dakota G. We have Nick. We have Donnie N. And we have Inspires Gaming as well as Allison V. Robert H. Hometown Ghost Stories Loves Ohio, Genie R, Demon King, Mom and Pops W, and Lisa J. Those are our VIPs. Thank you so much for being part of the VIPs. And then for the Warrens Wards, we have Nefarious Chad Poles, Jeanette Wahini Pirates, I Hate Rob. We have Eugene M, Siobhan Not Sharon, Kath Q. Rob needs to go to CrossFit. I love you, Dave. That's just wow. that's just a low blow. We have DC, we have yeah, Chris Connolly, LBPS founder, next HTGS guest. We did do a bit on a CrossFit instructor oh, last week, it? so I don't think it's completely out of the blue. Right. We have the other Rachel B. We have Sarah Cook, Stitch Kitten, Amby Rose, Janice G, Masturbation Bacon. We have Lily, Rachel B. We have Dave's Tiny Porcelain Hands with Unseen Doll Lips, Cody G, Sydney B. We have Papa Squatch. We have Mike, the epitome of mischievous nuclear herbs, Blake. We have Jake V. We have two demons, one sock, all bad accents, Steph A. And geography is hard. Thank you so much for being in the Warren's words. And for the Ghost Pirate Mafia, we have Angel F. That's it. That's it. No, we have Angel <laughs> F. We have Monsters Mom 04, Reed Matthews, Lacey. We have Nefarious Chadpoles. Hmm. 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 Let me check these filters one more time. Yeah, we do like you, nefarious Chad Poles, but can't be saying your same your name so many times. We have Angel F, Monstrous Moms, Reed Matthews, Lacey. We have Shannon K, Ally. We have Dark Snark. We have if Rob could read, he'd be mad at what you wrote. We have <laughs> one ghost, one of Ghost Rob's yeeted orphans. We have Megan S, Megan. Uh, this is so confusing because these names look so alike. It's Megan S and Morgan S. Thank you so much. Uh, we have Spaghetti Monster, Chance, Rob Hates, Peasants, uh, Ghost Stories of the Paranormal Podcast, Mark Twain and the Haunted Grape, Julie S, Sharon V, Arcade Hunters, Wayne C, Kelly C. We have Floofy the Imperator. We have Crystal <laughs> Quinn, Aaron A, Mina H, Colby. We have The Ghost of Kermit says X going ribbit to you. Alicia E, Nick Boy Freddy allegedly yeeting Lil Matthew for haunting his poorly cursed assorted spectral pastas. Very well done. We have Pork. We have Hometown Ghost Stories Part 2. Same show. Now with 15 extra minutes of Jesse explaining everything. We have Sam from Nepal. Joe R. Um, Nagati Kangaroo. We have Paul from St. Louis. We have Ashley M. 
Al Capone, Huggy Bear, Uchiwala, Bang Bang, the Dick King of the Crabites, Solar Flare, Mariah M, Kira Lee J, Anthony the Sideways Walking Crabite, T, Brandon W, Hooper the Hellhound, Dave vs. 100 Alpha Frogs, and Nightbot has become sentient. Give Nightbot your souls. $3 a month will get you on Patreon. $1 a month will get you a member on YouTube. Unlock exclusive videos, ad-free episodes on Patreon, as well as bonus content and other fun things like Rob sharing pictures and videos of the Winchester Mystery House that he re- recently visited. So those are some of the bonus things that you can get, as well as much more to come as we have, thanks to our patrons, uh, set up two more spooky trips, going to Texas and down to New Orleans to do paranormal investigation stuff and bring you guys even more exclusive investigation content which is and we'll be back in Penhurst in May as well that's mm-hmm. right yeah Excited a lot of for that a lot of traveling a lot of places to go a lot of ghosts to see and speak mm-hmm. to that's right I'm waiting for you to close up the show Ron. <laughs> and that's gonna do it for another horror movie review next week I believe we will be back to normal side content schedule so you will hear about something either cursed a haunted celebrity or a complete mystery because i don't know what we're going to cover yet but it's going to be fun we will see you next week same time same place here on hometown Ghost stories